Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 82nd episode of Dragon Quest Slime Time, a Dragon's Den podcast. This is your host, Pendy. And this is Blue Star. And this is Platinum 3. Yeehaw! It's time for some monster wrangling. Get along, little slimes. What in the goddess's name do you think you are doing? <sighs> I warned you this would happen if we let him lead this episode. Well, hello there, little partners. I'm this town's monster wrangler. I'm wrangling up as many of them little old monsters for my partner, Pizarro. I don't think this town is big enough for your accent. Yeah, perhaps you should just uh, mosey on down the way so we can just get this episode started. Well, I do declare there's a big old monster over there. Why is he looking at me? Should I be nervous? Dude, run where you still can, frankly. Ooh-wee! I'm gonna lasso up this big one! Yee-haw! Oh no! Ah, uh, well, while Pendy rounds up our guest... I'll welcome you to this episode of Slime Time, where we'll discuss our first impressions of Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince. We also bring back tonight our guest from our last Monsters episode, Drake Lee. Hello, everybody. On to our first impressions for Dragon Quest Monsters Dark Prince. Let's start out with the purchase experiences and what we heard about. My experience at GameStop was actually pretty nice. There was a guy that was there, and he had a nice little metal slime that he had on the register, which is awesome. And then I noticed that there was some familiar music in the background and I asked him I was like hey is this the music for Dark Prince and he's like no 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 he actually had the soundtrack for Joker 2 that he put on into the store so I thought that was cool that was fun dang yeah it was like the complete monsters experience it was wonderful wow I I just also had sort of similar but not quite as cool experiences at GameStop when I went in for my pre-order originally the guy who was checking me out was like I love Dragon Quest but I was too awkward to make a friend uh, but just the fact that someone, they weren't like, oh, I don't what is this? I've never heard of this before. And then when I came in to get my game last Friday, there was another guy in the store who, when I when I told the guy I pre-ordered Dragon Quest Monsters, and he's like, ah, okay, it's not in the drawer. I got to go check in the back. At first I was like, oh no, is it going to be late? But the other guy who was in the store at the time was like, hey, I pre-ordered that one too. So just grab a second one. So there, there are people around me who play Dragon Quest. But, Isn't but again, I was too awkward to actually make friends so oh no they I, exist <laughs> I, I completely messed up i could have given him like my slime time card that i have now and been like oh yeah i have a, I have a podcast you should listen and so on and so forth and i did none of those things i was just shocked i was like oh my god he's playing dragon quest music in the store it's great you know i heard from other people that we know like such as wudis that he went and got his physical copy at best buy and it wasn't didn't even have its own slot in the switch section it was like among the bargain titles or something like that so that was weird and then Dwayne, he couldn't even find it being sold at his favorite place in the world, Target, but he did see that all of his local Walmarts had it in stock. So, and I also saw that some of the people that pre-ordered it from Amazon are just now getting it shipped. And at the time of this recording, we are three days out from when the game was actually released. So it seems pretty much everywhere except for GameStops could be hit or miss. And I guess Walmart. Jeez. I had a very disappointing way to get mine. As you all know, I write for RP Gamer and I'm usually like right on the list for the editor just gets me any copy of a Dragon Quest game and I'll review it. But then we never got a review copy of Infinity Strash. Come to find out later that they only did that for PlayStation 5 and we'd put in a request for, um, what is it, the uh, Switch, Switch version. And I guess Square Enix is not very forthcoming um, about whether you get it or not. You you know, you request it and either you get it or you don't. You don't get the uh, 
don't call us, we'll call you kind of thing. Um, but I had been checking with my editor the whole time, like, hey, we're getting it, we're getting it, we're getting it. I think I even checked the night before. So uh woke up the next morning, release day, and I'm like, well, you know, um, we were going to a wedding that Friday, and my son was having to go over grandma's house for like six hours, and he's been looking forward to this game for months and months and months. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just bite the bullet, did the whole digital $86, whatever, digital download, because buying digitally, I can play on my Switch Lite as a secondary system, and he can play under his account on the main Switch, and we can actually play at the same time. So I can buy one copy, we both can play digitally. Did that like six in the morning, so that by the time we left for school at seven, it was all downloaded, ready to go. Um, He had the Switch packed up in a bag, so when he went home with Grandma, he would have it there to play, since I wouldn't be getting home till way late at night from the uh, wedding. So, first hour of school goes by, I get a message around 9am from my editor. Hey, Square Enix just contacted us. The uh, Switch code will be incoming today. Oh no! I was like, well, feel free to hand it to another reviewer, because I already bought it. (laughs) So, I'm like, seriously, three hours would have saved me the $60, because I would have bought all the DLC anyway, but uh, that was my long list of reasons why going to the wedding last Friday was pissing me off. <laughs> I would have I would have just bought it on our way home or later that day. Like I wouldn't have bought it like five, six in the morning. So um, uh, we got it digitally. Oh man, that's too bad. I even took the day off from work so that I could get it when it came out. So it worked out pretty well. Thankfully, I didn't have any engagements of any kind. It just worked out that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, even, even the guy who was at GameStop with me when I was picking up my copy mentioned the fact that there were no reviews out for the game before it released so and here we are later and it's still not if i'm not mistaken there's like one which i'll go into later but yeah okay yeah yeah and i bought my game from walmart so basically for some reason walmart didn't register that i was paying for the game until the week of so i I purchased it like way back in like september i didn't get charged until the week of and i got it shipped probably on friday of when the game came out so yeah (laughs) and what's what's interesting about that uh, related to walmart is that we saw some people that had walmart plus and for some reason some of those people got the game shipped to them early i mean how how early was it platy do you remember it was like a whole week i mean yeah it it was a good week and a half i actually want to say the first person i know that got dinged and i'm on a discord was someone who antagonized them Good job, step, to- step phone. Antagonized the guy into joining that Discord. Um, I think it was actually Z6N4's Dragon Quest Translation one. The guy actually got on there and like posted a video of it and everything, and they were chatting with him because he was on Reddit and people yep. didn't believe him because the box looked a little suspicious and he didn't want to open it up because of uh, what it was going to be a gift for somebody else. Yeah, saving it for Christmas or something. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, enough that at least one person I know uh, bombarded him with enough DMs that he finally just joined our discord and chatted with us there yeah so walmart plush you got it early yep amazon prime eh, you gotta wait like an extra week <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah i mean Tw- twinkie's I, expecting I, his I, in february right oh my god yeah i saw that i, hope, <laughs> I think I hope he that's was hopefully yeah hopefully that updated yeah <laughs> uh, I, that happened to me with uh yokai watch 4 i had it and on amazon i had it pre-ordered for months and then release day came and it was like a february and it was like you know you'll have it by may 31st it's like Whoa! so <laughs> that's not helpful I, <laughs> nope, I was I was in downtown Orlando for dinner that night, and there was like four game stops in the 25 miles between where I was and home, and I called every single one of them, and one of the manager was nice enough to go in the box, back, open boxes, and she's like, oh, we actually have a copy. Yeah, and so. my Walmart literally said that I would have had the game today, 
but when we're recording but i i was like i'm not gonna wait <laughs> that long and so let's wait a day before i like actually cancel anything and it lo and behold it said should be on the first day of december i'm like yes yeah that was good we all played the demo i think did anybody mm-hmm. have anything exciting that they transferred over from the demo i did not really because I, I i told myself i'm gonna go back to the demo and get some cooler stuff in my eight slots to carry over just because you know i can and it'll probably be fun uh and then i never did but i did get to transfer over the horrifying saucers that i made with the npc's wax murderer in the second circle of nadiria and since i did that i didn't have to fuse my draki with the wax murderer so i just made a wax murderer out of his wax murderer and got my own wax murderer (laughs) so what i did is uh, i literally made multiple accounts just to have the demo and i made literally different teams that would would have transferred over like a dragon team a summer team (laughs) what i considered an ugly team and a and a cute team And after making all four teams, because I only made like four accounts from what I would, what I could do, I looked on on um, YouTube and Twitch and all the stuff, all the early game like Japanese players, and I'm like, shoot. They only have one skill. They only have, like, level one stats. Like, they're all basically bland. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get uh, transfer over that over that data. But then I forgot, literally, you get, like, a bonus hack of, like, um, a strength ring and um, some sirline fakes and one, like, XP ball uh, from that DLC after completing it. So I'm like, darn it, I have to get it anyway. <laughs> so I just have bother <laughs> for all my synthesis. I've been using that strength ring since the beginning of the game, so. So oh, me too. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like I barely got any other items, and there's no... I guess I should check the online shop again. Could have got another wisdom one, and I'm like, meh. Oh, I, I like, have more accessories than I have monsters with me, so there is that. Oh, jeez, I do not. I have all, like, three at this point. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got, like, maybe seven to eight-ish, jeez. maybe maybe close to ten accessories, because there's been some places where you can get them, not just the online store, either. We'll have to talk about that more. Um, I barely played the demo i had about four or five hours in um as a matter of fact while the game was downloading last friday morning i went into the demo real quick and realized i only had six monsters with me and quickly went back and threw a couple else in so it it was kind of like whatever eight were sitting around you came with me nice yeah i guess it didn't even really matter as uh, drake lee pointed out with the fact that they only get like one set of skills that came over with them because you know Mm -hmm. i had a couple of good ones from some of those wranglers that you would meet up with and you could get some good monsters out of there but uh yeah like i said only one set of skills even when you scout a monster on the map you at least get two so they were kind of useless except to use them as extra copies is what i kind of used them for mm-hmm. but but as someone pointed out before i did like the little bundle of bonus items that we got and then combine that with what you got with uh, pre-ordering the game at least at gamestop you got like a fair amount of uh, nice items that came with everything kind of like oh, the, i think yeah you got some monster munchies the bonus balls and stuff like that so oh have you not done the the download code yet blue i don't think i did you still you should still have time to do I don't know if I have my receipt. Oh shit! Oh no, it's on your receipt. See, my game. See, my GameStop guy was like the best GameStop guy ever. Like he like pointed it out on the receipt. He's like, hey, don't forget you got a download code. And he like took a marker and he marked it off. And then he told me like, hey, you should take a picture of it too, just in case you lose your receipt. So I was like, oh, okay, thanks, dude. <laughs> it was weird. It was like one of the best buying experiences I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> 
Someone actually knows what's going on. I think I did the exact same thing with treasures last year, but I did Uh I did I did end up having my receipt, but by the time I put in the code, it like it like redeemed the items, but it never got into my file. Oh so weird. eh, It's fine. I pre-ordered it to make sure I could have the game, not so I could have the extra stuff. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I know we're all kind of early in the game here. We're all kind of taking our times. I'm in a Discord with people that have rolled credits have the s rank level 100 monster teams it's insane oh. um but you know from from the little we've all collectively seen what does everybody think about the monster selection so far in the game um i think it's fine i think it's probably better than fine the fact that there's so many low level ones i've spent most of november playing terry's wonderland 3d again and i've got like 70 hours into that and it's just i keep turning it on every day just to do wi-fi stuff because there's like a billion rank S and SS monsters in that game. Seriously, there's over a hundred or something of more of them. And, and I feel it devalues you know, the F and the EAF rank. Whereas this one, I think there's so many like G rank. There's so mm-hmm. many F rank. I'm like, holy cow. Like I, I got 30 monsters in G and it's like, nope, there's still more or something like that. I'm seeing my uh, Swiss cheese memory is like looking at this monster. I'm like, I've seen you before, but that's not your name. And I think it's because I've probably played like four to five hundred hours of the joker three joker three professional dragon quest monsters two now i'm going like my second hundred hours on terry's wonderland here so i'm used to all of z6 and four's uh team's translation names so i mean there's just and i don't play tact or what is it dragon quest of the stars so i've not seen official translations of some of these people's names you know if since joker two or if ever because i mean it's been 13 years so some of these are new yeah and and Square Enix can't even be consistent with the names anyways. It doesn't really yeah, matter. You, yeah. Like between Tact and this game, like Tact, for example, has a forest dragon, or at least what Tact calls it a forest dragon. But then in uh in this in Dragon Quest Monsters, they call it a lumbering lizard. So they can't yeah. even mm-hmm. decide from yeah. game to game what they want to call anything. So they, they, I, I don't need understand. A, there's no naming Bible, I guess. I've kind of decided that basically anything from Dragon Quest Tact that like hasn't been in a localized game, I'm sort of th- throwing that out the window a little bit because i've gotten a pickle slime which is the yellow mushroom slime bubble slime looking thing in dragon quest tact but it's called a moldy slime there's coal slime which is like the slime sickle but the lava version and he's yep. called a scuttle slime which i'm like i don't know I, slime. Co- what the hell coal <laughs> slime was fine uh, <laughs> and yeah, I, did, I mean eh. i did just look it up platy and i think i'm missing two g rank monsters at this point and i have 70 so there are 72 wow, see, G ranks. And that's great because, uh, you know, how many times, do you, you know, those S and those SS ranks, those are cool and everything in these games, mm-hmm. but they're they're like boss monsters from the main games and everything, or like those special boss monsters that you fight once. You know, you fight a bubble slime a million times in Dragon Quest games. Like, those are the more iconic ones. Yeah, those other ones are cool, but you don't spend much time with them. Like, all those G rank and those F rank and those E ranks, those are the rank and file monsters that you kill 200 <laughs> of in every rank. single game (laughs) see that see what i did there so you know it's nice to like play around with them and not be like well you know there's only 30 in each level let's just move on and get to those freaking 200 s and ss ranked or whatever i guess this time it's s and x ranked so i think it's cool i like all the little variations because you know i'm in a i'm in a candy land place and i'm playing with the chocolate fondue 
Goos or the little ghost monsters that are vanilla cups and everything. So even the recolors of stuff or the versions of things they've chosen to put in here early on feel like they go right along with the areas that you find them. And honestly, there are... So so I think, Pendy and Platy, you said you were only on the third circle of Nadiria. Well, there's six Mm -hmm. total, at least, that I found. Um, I don't think any more are going to open up at this point, but, you know, I could be surprised. I think that's what it... I I would think it tells us that, too, pretty early. Even in the demo, it was like, hey, you know, this is how Nadiria works. That's fair. But each one has a lower, a middle, and an upper echelon. So, like, I've got all these areas that I can go to and, like, a ton of monsters I can scout, but I've only Mm -hmm. been to a third of the areas. So... it's huge. And, you know, you get the four seasons. <laughs> Every time the season changes, there's a couple new ones popping up around there. And then it starts snowing, and suddenly there are teeny sanguinis on the planes that you didn't know were there before. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or raining candy. Or raining candy. Sprinkles just falling love, from the sky. I love the raining candy. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> love it. Yeah. And literally, I can't say what my uh, what my full impression is on the monster selection, even though I'm stuck on the sixth lower echelon just because I'm, I'm fusing monsters. Like, even fusing monsters, I'm, like, literally going through and thoroughly collecting monsters, and I'm just fighting mm-hmm. Cyclops twins, which I'm uh, in Terestia, which I'm naming Killian and Rogers, <laughs> and, and I'm just fighting them to gain that XP so I can fuse more and more monsters that I'm collecting, so. It's a pain, but I'm trying to make sure I get all the monsters I can so far. Oh, yeah, it's it's been nice. I've loved the monster selection, especially since I haven't really played the game since the first game. So a lot of these monsters that have been in other monsters games, but not the mainline games, are new to me. So it's been fun to see them. And I think some of these are new to Dragon Quest in general. Like, isn't the Fromage Frey, the little cheesy monster, hasn't isn't he new to so the Dragon is Quest So he is not new. Um, no? Oh, well, see, I that's think- how much I know. I think he was in Dragon Quest X because he really? shows up in the Tickington quests in Dragon Quest Eleven. Nice. I know there's a few, they have at least a handful of like brand new monsters for this game and it's been fun just seeing them all. So I've been, the, I've been having fun with it. The Vegan Dragora, aka yeah. the best boy. Yeah, like wasn't he like the first guy that they ever revealed when they were kind of teasing this whole game yes. to begin with? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And my favorite thing, one of my favorite things about this game is how the monsters interact on the screen. I don't know if they've done this in other Monsters games before, but the way that you can find them doing their business is just hilarious. Like, they can be running around, chasing each other. Like, you see lips licking random stuff, which is always interesting. Uh, <laughs> you've got, you've got like, a big monster of little, three little tiny baby monsters in tow behind them. They'll be, you'll see little uh, musical sim- symbols showing that they're singing along with each other. I've seen, like, a concert where, like, musical monsters are doing, like, the dancing around and doing a concert, or when another monster conducting with his little magic wand other monsters like all the different (laughs) monster interactions which are many and varied throughout the game have been just absolutely hilarious and fun it's been one of my favorite parts of the game so you guys have played other monsters games have they done that before is this kind of new yes yeah, I, I know. Okay. Just playing Terry, Terry's Wonderland. I think one of the funniest ones I was was there was um was it one of the uh, Tyrannosaurus, one of the T Rex ones, the guy with Haxorus. the big old Haxacosaurus was chasing somebody around in circles. <laughs> um, 
and yeah, they've had they've had ones getting eaten. Thinking oh, back that's to like right. Joker three, they're out there eating each other. So and yeah, I would actually. So in Joker three, I think it was it was a drag racer recolor or something, and he would go through and eat the dragon slimes. And oh. when he ate a dragon slime, it would spawn an angel slime. Oh wow! And so that would be kind of like a new a way to get extra monsters out of it. I have oh. I I don't think that is a mechanic in this game because I've been able to fill out all of the local monsters things without really paying attention to that. But that was something cool that the interaction. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was there in Joker 2. I don't recall it in Joker 2, but I think with mm-hmm. the 3D, at least with the 3DS remakes and Joker 3, the 3DS titles have done it. Okay. I can speak for Joker 2 in the sense that in Joker 2, they literally had like interactions in the sense of like there was, I guess, more so background items like a pile of bones and meat stuff and stuff like that. And then you see these monsters kind of like around the pile trying to like scratch at it or something. I, I don't know, but it like some minor interaction that you can kind of like have an image of what they're doing nice mm. but probably the one that surprised me the most that uh, delighted me recently was that i saw a uh, a drakey pick up a blue slime and just fly away with it <laughs> <laughs> i was like what the heck <laughs> i was like okay okay bye little slime i'm sorry uh i guess he's taking you back for dinner or something or maybe just giving you a ride who knows <laughs> Knows. Well, I liked in the in the third circle. Um, there's there's those big cakes that are there, and they have like mm. the little fruit on top. But if you get close enough, it's not fruit at all. It's she slimes. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. There's one. There's like a cake, a little cake that has like six of them that all are kind of pretending to be a topping, and then they will try and surprise you and jump off the cake and go after you. It's fun. I will say, since we're just talking about that land and what it looks like walking around, when it turned to springtime there and all the donuts turned green, I was a little bit disgusted. Oh yeah. That- I had that. Okay, I had that but, uh, in my okay. notes too. It was like green donuts. I mean, yeah, that yeah, disturbed I, I, me as well. I don't know um, why. It, um, and they were yeah. like the same shade as the grass. I'm like, what the hell just happened here? Um, actually, that's not spring. That's summer. Oh damn it! Oh, she got you. She, got she did get me. She got me. The donuts are pink in spring. Oh, well, damn yeah. it, summer. Too much mold growing on those donuts that have been sitting around since spring. They're lime flavored, <laughs> like the slimes. Yeah, I know. I know they're like green frosting or whatever. But yeah, I had the same reaction. I was like, oh, green donuts. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> the only thing I I tend to like about the um, the candy area is that literally in fall, if it if it's like the rainy kind of section of the game where it's like a like a weather pattern it's actually a spooky pattern and so you can see all these undead cake like frosting thing called the ice cream uh, they're uh, yeah the ice cream things yes and so they're literally floating around when you're you're in a candy area so it's like really cool yeah those those little interactions that they have on all the different environments have been great so what does everyone think of the story like with uh, other monsters games i love that it's not canon to where it's coming from in this case dragon quest 4 and that they're kind of doing their own thing at least from what i've read in this game Basically, Pizarro, I'm not going to really spoil too much of it because I'll let everyone see it for themselves. But the main premise is that Pizarro is cursed from harming other monsters. And there's this local dwarf that shows him how to control other monsters to fight for him, a.k.a. monster wrangling. Like we predicted, Platy, you were the first one to say it. The prologue was cut off from the demo because you were in the demo. Mm-hmm. You were just kind of thrown into the story and you, you missed the whole prologue and the explanation of like, why can't he attack monsters? And why did that happen in the first place? How did that come about? So that explains it. And it makes so much more sense now why he is cursed not to harm monsters now so that's that was good to see there's not a ton of story yet from what i've seen but i've loved what i've seen of it so far pizarro's interactions with rose and toy trouble have been really entertaining to me i got i haven't 
gotten super far in the story. I finished all six of the circles and I I actually just got to sort of a mind-blowing story twist that I'm not going to spoil. But as far as it not being canon to Dragon Quest IV, it's interesting because most of the things that I've seen so far totally could have happened at the same time. That's what I've seen as well. So it'll be interesting to see more of the story. You know, we see some particular people that will come by later and then I think that will probably tell us whether it's not or whether it is aligns with what actually happened before well it has come up where i am where, where mm. i'm at so okay. it, they've they've started to show up and actually so you guys are at the third circle so i can talk a little bit about the third circle the people that you are helping in the third circle mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense until you finish it but when you get there and they're they're on the cover so i guess it's not too big of a spoiler but it ends up being the two monsters that you fight as the first boss in ragnar's chapter of dragon quest 4 oh yeah that's who the, okay i didn't even put that together but that is the same two two uh, monsters look at that so i can't compare to it to dragon quest 4 even though it, it's not like strictly canon to dragon quest 4 i would re- i would really want to say that with how much story we're given and how much how much we are kind of like reviewing for actual like dra- a dra- podcast right now i kind of just zoned out of the story in a way <laughs> Not because I don't like it, it's because I was more so focused on like focusing my attention for this podcast and then kind of going back and listening to the story as a second playthrough. Nice. And some people just like to play these games for monster collecting and that's it. I've seen some reviews about that where it's like, I don't care about anything else. I just like collecting all the monsters. So, you know, either way you want to play it, it's great. Yeah. yeah I there's a lot of Pokemon people that do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I have been sort of like fighting the, those two sides of me have have been fighting because one side <laughs> of me just wants to keep synthesizing monsters and the other side of me wants to figure out what's happening but one of the things that just happened in the story is i got a question and i answered the question and then something really big happened and i was like was that 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 had to be a but thou must situation right like if it's what i think it is the answer is yes that was okay you couldn't have gone any other way but at the same time it wasn't really a but thou must as much of it as it was a but thou must not which is why i'm confused <laughs> hey turn it on its head that's good you know i like that it's sorrow's backstory basically and you know penny you and i were saying this earlier like can it be damned whatever yeah. like did terry really go on an adventure to save great tree before he was a emo punk ass bitch and dragon quest six <laughs> <laughs> who's to or say did, or did Kiefer really go to the land of dragon quest yep. two like you know i was, I was gonna say it was keep was Kiefer, you know bopping around prehistory lands before he was bopping around prehistory lands god knows you know yeah it's just it's just fun to see the characters again sorrow is a big character in dragon quest lore and why not have him be the protagonist here and you know what if most of it fits great you know it's a we're going to be talking star trek um on our next side quest tomorrow a lot of us you is, scheduled three podcasts in three days oh, no, that was me no. that was me <laughs> that was <laughs> tactfully die coming soon to a podcast near you also <laughs> side quest coming <laughs> soon to a podcast catcher near you um <laughs> But it, there's all those, uh, what is it, Star Trek or Star Wars. I read a million novels in the 90s and the 2000s, and they're all just, you know, alternate history now. And Star Trek has a whole thousand novels written that are not necessarily canon because it's not on TV. Did they all try to pretty much keep to the same thing? Sure. Is there one or two little tweaks with side characters and whatever? Of course there is. It, it's fine. You know, stay close, but don't feel beholden that you can't type one extra word or add one extra thing, you know, because yeah. one day they may remake Dragon 
Dragon Quest Four, and I don't think they're going to be sitting there considering Sorrow's backstory if they decide to add a little <laughs> bit to Dragon Quest Four. You know, add a new bonus dungeon or something in there. It, you know, it's like Dragon Quest Nine, where everybody from every other world comes and visits you at the inn. You know, it doesn't mean that they're right there in your world. The Dragon Quest multiverse. Yeah, sometimes it's just fun to see stuff that you like. Like I, uh, I, I we talked about that ages ago. I want to say going back like four or five years ago when we were talking about like the Zenithian trilogy on early slime times and I can't remember who pulled out an article by Yuji Hori about Zenithia and he's like eh, you know it's more just connected in fans minds we just wanted to have common stuff in the games and sometimes a cameo is just a cameo depending on the game yep yep how many with Dragon Quest 8 didn't Ragnar and Taloon show up in the arenas yes they did yep. it, it, it's just fine and then sometimes it's the whole point of the game like Dragon Quest Heroes 1 they're all getting pulled together and they make a big deal about it sometimes it's just like you said sometimes a cameo is just a cameo so we've talked about the story now we should talk about the gameplay so like i said i do really enjoy the story but i also really enjoy collecting things so i've been going through and wrangling and catching more monsters and synthing things and going back and forth and then doing it all again and unfortunately the way i've been doing it it takes like a full day to go through a round of stuff because i've been synthesizing every possible new thing that i can and then i go through the mole hole and i catch every monster that i've had in the past and then i do that again and then i go catch all the monsters that i've had and the mole hole is slow uh we'll talk about the dlc a little bit or a little bit later but it's eh, it's like good but also slow so <laughs> I, mm. i'm probably wasting a lot of my time but eh, there we are so as far as you know exploration there's the seasons the locations are super varied like mm. every single one it feels like it's it's a completely different world and i mean you know where it can rain candy in one place and fire in another and in a different in a different area the web the inclement weather is just lightning so <laughs> everything everything is electrocuted but you can still walk and not get hurt it's fine that's just how it works i guess yeah insulated um, boots you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah or, so it, or just walking around in the acid rain it's yes yeah, no, no yeah issue. yeah oh yeah yeah the green poison fallen that's fine yeah <laughs> But yeah, the gameplay has been fun. I, I love doing the battles, and I love that there's a fast mode. Now that's oh, a God, quality yes. of life thing that comes with this version of the game right off the bat, which sometimes you may not see until like like we saw with Dragon Quest XI, for example, didn't get it until like S. But uh, the battles are kind of slow, so but with the fast mode on, I'm like, okay, that's good. I, I'm no problems, no issues here. The monster wrangling is fun. Uh, I like that you can scout or you can just throw meat at the monsters, and you can get them one of those two ways. And it's funny when you try and scout them, and they get angry and it will hit you even harder. Like, I'm just trying to destroy my team. Why you get so friend. angry? <laughs> you know, as we've talked about before, the seasons and the locations, the combination of all of those have been fantastic. Whether it's the Candyland, or I actually just got to the fourth echelon where it's water-themed, and that's been fun too. So you can go to different areas as the water goes up and down, and that's been great. And it's the acid rain, the candy rain, like all the different locations and seasons have been fantastic. Now, I do hope that they have, we mentioned this when we did the demo review but i do hope that there is some kind of item or something you can get later on where you can just like instantly change the seasons because sometimes that can be annoying yeah there's an okay. item called seasoning that you can use oh, yes. but but i'm thinking like if it's winter and it changes to spring and you want it to be winter again you have to use like three pouches of it so yeah. i'm hoping oh, that like there's a like single... a spell or something oh i, th- I know, think I'm i just got some that recently I, I didn't know spells that. Okay. No, no 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 the, the seasoning, seasoning. I didn't 
didn't realize yeah, yeah. that's what it was for. I didn't bother to look. <laughs> oh, I had to I had to click on it and be like, what the hell is this? Oh, cool. <laughs> I got... opened a menu. Uh, I hit the Y button. Yeah. What did, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought it was hilarious. Who? I don't think it was our discord, but somebody the other day was talking about how they're having a hard time on this boss or whatever. And somebody's like, haven't you tried using an item? And he's like, I, listen, I'm 20 hours into the game. I haven't used touched the fucking items one bit yet. <laughs> And I was like, yes, yes, you're that hoarder. You're going to finish the game with your 99 elixirs just in case. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because there's like all sorts of items you, that you can find that you can do an extra attack and all sorts of things that you can that you can do. Of course, you can't use them when you're doing the arena stuff where it's more out yeah. of your control, which I don't mind. But yeah, and that's been interesting too, kind of figuring out like what kind of tact do I want to use uh, wh- or what is it called when you use a different... Um, it's tactic, yeah. The tactic, the different tactic mm-hmm. that you want to use for the different monsters and see if they'll do what you hope that they will do. Hatchet yeah, Man! So- Hatchet Man! Hatchet Man! Why am I missing? Hatchet Man! That, that is one I've seen a lot of people complain about. Oh, so can you always, turn off always different hatching. abilities? Yes. yes, you can. So oh, that I'll is under uh, set instructions in the menu. Yep. Okay, yeah, and you, you can, can go use deep that in. In, you can use that like in the arena too? Yep, and yes. I've, I've actually uh, changed my team a little bit to kind of like mix and match the, the, um, the tactics and the instructions. So like focus on a certain set subject in tactics but you can go into your instruction take out certain attacks if you're going to be doing a damage dealer and maybe higher prioritize your um your yes that's true so it could do that as a secondary if needed okay yeah yeah because there's like you can give them high priority low priority or turn them off there's like skill is three because there's that that one skill i don't know if it's called what is it called the one where you could it's either going to attack the enemy or you which is frenzy frenzy yeah thank you frenzy you are not allowed to turn on or off um, so that's one that I have seen like it's the options just grayed out when you go into set instructions and just for clarity's sake Watch I here. don't know that I don't know if you can change the instructions in the middle of a battle um, no I don't think I think you have that to do make... it outside of battle you also Flatty yeah. you said you opened the menu with Y Y is the map <laughs> well no 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 like you hit Y and get more information about certain things like yeah, I was you... in the menu okay oh. okay okay to like, look at yeah, what a, you... a skill does yeah 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 there's certain ones that you could hit Y for like more information or whatever. Okay, okay, you got me. I believe it might have been. Who knows? You got me. <laughs> oh, and I, I mentioned this in the uh, the last podcast that we did about this game, but it still cracks me up about Pizarro's reactions to opening treasure chests and getting items because some of his little grunts are just uh, a little much. If it's something good, he'll be like, oh, oh, ooh. <laughs> it's like, okay, man, it's just a just a medicinal herb. You don't have to get all crazy about it, <laughs> man. I think it's really funny when he jumps and he sounds like an old man who just threw out his back. <laughs> He's just like, Ugh, uh. And if it's like a bad item like manure, he'll be like, oh, what is this? Ugh. But I would honestly say that with how I pictured the gameplay, I kind of started off just by rating it in a sense. So like battling, I would give it like a 9 out of 10 just because of the fact that you can set instructions, set tactic, basically have autoplay and fast, uh, fast play. And if fact that you can literally choose whatever monster and you can you can get like a set amount of xp from those monsters that are in battle since the 
Synthesis, 10 out of 10. I love Synthesis. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it actually improved m- most things. Plus, uh, what <clears throat> Blue Star said with the mole hole, I see it as a plus side if you're going a long route of uh, Synthesis, but it's also a downside as well if you have too many monsters. Oh, and um, I'm, I'm just going to interrupt you real quick about Synthesis. Uh, because I'm more of a casual player, I love that this game has a system where it says like, hey, if this is highlighted this color, then it's probably a pretty good monster. And even yes. the monster wranglers that you'll run into be like, hey, you know, if you use this guy with my guy, it'll probably be a pretty good combination. So I'm like, okay, so, monster dude, I'll pay attention to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And so no, I can I can look at the different setups that you can do a search for, and I can go with what the game recommends to me. And I'm like, hey, great. I just pay attention to certain skills that I want to get, you know, buffs and debuffs and the kind of traditional kind of things that you'd want to get in a Dragon Quest game so I can have, you know, status changes and things like that that I can use for my monsters. So I hesitate to say that that means the monster is good, but what that means is that's a special synthesis recipe. So, like, there are a lot of things that, like, if you go into reverse search and you're like, I want to make a she slime or something, it shows up and there's, like, a million different ways to do it. Um, But those things with with the gold border, that's a special recipe. So that actually, I, I mean, it would be a good recipe because usually that'll maybe bump up your rank to the next one or something like that, but uh, like specific, yeah. specifically Mud Mannequin plus Gunash Goody will give you a Chocolate Golem, and so that takes two rank G monsters and turns it into a rank F monster. So definitely you want to do those, but yeah, I, because I, all, you can all, have good other monsters too. Yeah, because all the ones that I've seen that have been the gold highlighted ones are usually a, of a higher rank than all the other ones that you can make. Yeah, plus if you get a sparkling uh, monster in synthesis, it's usually like one of the stat growths that that you would have had a low value of would now be a higher value. Yeah, so, I've gotten I've gotten one so far. I've got a bullfinch that's sparkly, and that's all I've, I've gotten. But just randomly got a sparkly bullfinch, which is one of my main characters. Oh, cool! <laughs> sparkly um, bullfinch. <laughs> Uh, one thing I'll also say is that since, uh, not since, uh, Seasons is really neat, but I have to give it a 7 out of 10, mainly because Seasons, uh, like winter and the weather of like of like the other seasons, like they don't normally have like uh, uh, music to go with it. So you have this like area of blank sound where you're just listening to your feet move and the ambience of monsters nearby. The locations, all after um, the main section you get in the very beginning, I would have to give it an 8 out of 10 just because there's some areas I think could be could have been better or had more in-depth um, like thoroughness to it but I love like you guys have said the candy area I loved like the volcano area just because of how the lava opens up that new area just so many different things and so I still want to give it a higher value nice yeah I, I don't disagree with almost any of that that's uh oh I, I was trying to think I had something that I, we mentioned earlier okay so does the meat seem to do very little for you guys so i i think the way it's supposed to work is it has more of an effect on if they join you after the battle than it does for scouting okay because that so i mean again i've just put 70 some hours into terry's wonderland and like rank f monsters you give them a low thing and suddenly they're 10 to 20 percent more likely immediately this i'm like using the second or third best meat and it's like oh you added six percent and i'm like what the heck six percent it's it's like two ways to get monsters 
Panthers, as far as I can tell. It's like there's the scouting method, and then there's the, hey, they're going to get back up after you defeat them and join you method, which is where the meat comes into play more often than not. Well, there's one thing I will say about the meat is that you cannot use the meat on a mini-boss monster that's roaming. Like, I tried to use that on the Green Dragon, the Lumbering Lizard, and the um, the Cyclopses, and you, it literally said, oh, sorry, you cannot use this item against these monsters. Mm. However, I, re- I managed to get a um, a Cyclops just from battling it over and over again to the point where it's like, okay, fine, I'm joining you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering how you got those because I beat my first Cyclops in the main game, and it, I, I scout tried to scout it. It was like zero, 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 zero. I was like, okay. And then, <laughs> and then I, I threw some uh, meat at Take it. Take a hint, Pandy. And right. <laughs> and then I th- tried to throw some meat at it. And then, like you said, like the game doesn't even let you use meat to try and recruit it. So I'm like, can you even recruit these monsters? I- I'm glad to know that you can, but yeah, I guess it, it's it, really it hard to do. It just wouldn't let you in the demo entirely. Well, no, I tried it in the main game and it wouldn't let me use meat there either, which was weird. Yeah. I mean, in capturing them in the, in the main, in the demo, I mean, you can't oh, no, no. capture it in the demo. Oh, no. I was just talking about the throwing, using the meat. Like, usually you can yeah. use the meat at least. And even in the main game, you can't use the meat. But I'm glad that you can still, in the main game, at least get them. Because I thought, like, what's the point of this if you can't even recruit them? But that's good to know. Good. Yeah. As far as graphics and performance for the game goes, I don't know. I, I have old man memory. And I didn't I didn't think it was blowing me away so much in the demo. But playing the game now, I, I don't think it's much different. But it does look nice. It, it looks really crisp. And I think maybe I had to get out of that first area and just, you know, rocks and grass. And it, you know, it, it's not blowing away. It's not pushing it the switch to its limits. Um, my battery life on my Switch Lite has been quite good. So uh, I know that wasn't the case with Builders 2. Builders 2 had that thing chugging. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's fine. It's uh, 3DS Plus. It, the monsters, I know when I like look at Wing Slime, I like the uh, the way its wings move and the light shimmers off through its wings. Uh, there's some standout monsters in terms of what they've done with lighting and the sprite work with them. And performance, yeah. uh, it lags a little bit when you know, you're getting more monsters or you pop into an area. I did have it crash on me once, but I had just like walked into a new area, so it auto-saved, so I didn't lose any progress after it crashed. But yeah, I when the demo came out, everybody was like, oh, it looks so ugly. And I'm like, the whole time I was like, it looks fine. But coming mm-hmm. in, there's there's a lot of charm that came into the graphics. Like it's not mm-hmm. meant to be some hyper-realistic, you know, world, but I think they did a very good job of getting a style that works for the system. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the style, for, as far as the style goes, is fantastic. What was the last uh, Pokemon game that came out for the Switch? Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet last year. So would you say the graphics for Dragon Monsters are better than that game? Because I heard a lot of complaints about that one. I think I can it, speak upon that. Like, literally, I feel like the graphics are, even though it seems like a 3DS kind of, like, graphic style, mm-hmm. um, it, to me, personally, I see it better as what Pokemon is currently giving out since the 3DS era, just because literally, since I've been playing Pokemon since, like, like when the 3DS came out and the uh, Dragon Quest Joker was the last, uh, Joker 2 was the last one in the Western area, I literally saw it as, like, okay, I'm going to play Pokemon for the rest of the time until Dragon Quest comes out. So seeing the game 
things progress and seeing how Pokemon Sword and Shield, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet have have basically came out with a bunch of glitches, bunch of uh bugs, different different sort of things when they first come out. I'm like, well, this sucks. But then even though they make patches and get it fixed, there's still like much. It, it still seems like the Dark Prince is much better because it's only lag and like the one crash issue that I see from most people. Yeah, it's still a little lag laggy in certain spots like the demo was which i was hoping they were going to fix but apparently not but overall not too bad and sometimes if there's a lot of monsters on screen you got the weather going on all at the same time just like in the demo it can stutter here and there mostly from what i've seen but other than that performance has been okay and graphics look great as far as i'm concerned and i just love the style of all the different places and monsters and whatnot pokemon's problem was they went with a full open world and that made everything chug chug That, that was one of the bigger problems with that so yeah i mean you could like fly up high and literally if you were up on the mountain you could turn around and see almost the entire world map at once but wasn't wasn't treasures kind of like that though yeah i mean the pokemon world was way bigger because it was okay that was it it was with that one world but no treasures was like that too i mean those were some they were continent size yeah and i don't remember any performance issues from from that game no no it was uh yeah i I think this one may perform a little worse but i mean even then it's no big deal like you said you gotta have a certain number of monsters on the screen if it's raining whatever it's not grinding to a halt I, I don't have any no little thing running here but i mean i would say it's going maybe from 30 to 20 or something like that like that kind of dip you're not chugging along at single digit frames per second yeah 95 percent of the time i don't even notice any you know issues yeah yep. it's just every once in a while here and there it's like oh 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 a little bit of stutter <laughs> yeah and something I've, I've read on like reddit or in the discord is that if it's in dock mode it has more chance of being a little bit more laggy i have oh. no reason why but that's what people are saying okay yeah i've only played it handheld so far interesting but you think it'd be the opposite but i don't know yeah maybe it's because it's trying to map everything to a bigger screen in docked mode i I have yeah i have no clue but that's what some people have said and what i have noticed so well i know that that's happened to other games like was it in handheld it's running natively at what 720 Mm -hmm. and then when you dock it it's i think doing 1080 so that could be even though it's getting you know a little additional power that's still jump trying to do more and maybe can't mm-hmm. handle it or something like that, that it, makes sense. whatever it's asking to do is more than whatever the additional power is coming from I, i've seen that in other games in the past too gotcha so as far as the music for the game is concerned you know, i think the music is great though i'm biased i mean there's an emphasis on the old original monster tracks that i recognize and a lot of tracks from dragon quest 4 and like i said i got a bias for 4 it's my favorite soundtrack out of all the dragon quest games and it's been wonderful what does everyone else think about the uh the music what do you think blue uh yeah something pretty much the same sentiment um they did a very good job of you know blending monsters and dragon quest 4 together and that's there's your soundtrack basically um (laughs) and i definitely like that you know they they changed the normal battle theme to the dragon quest 4 battle theme rather than the one in dragon quest monsters that we're used to but then you go into the arena and it's the same dragon quest monsters battle theme that you all know and love and the boss music yeah yeah or the finale i guess what about you platy if you've listened to the music at all <laughs> music no I, I even i even i with my untrained ear can tell this dragon quest 4 stuff and yeah i probably listened to an hour out of the, about the six or seven i played but um just to get an idea mainly for the uh voice actor and actress how it how it is and no the soundtrack's fine you know we're never gonna get a new dragon quest soundtrack are we never I again know. 
<laughs> never again. They're just going to run it through AI filters. and Exactly. <laughs> it'll be just different arrangements of the same stuff. Basically, I feel like. Um, however, I love the music. I feel like it's it's just the weather and the winter didn't get any music, really, uh, for some areas. So it's like it, it, it kind of made it lackluster uh, in a way. So I don't know. It, 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 it's it's like like I said, it's probably going to be like a 7 out of 10 with the season. But um, I did love it. And I do love that some of the, the Dragon Quest Monsters music has made it into the game as well as the Dragon Quest 4. So, yeah. Oh, that's that's like one thing that I do have to disagree with is that I actually love how when you're having weather or you're getting into the winter season, how there is no music. I, I like that kind of ambiance of like there's just nothing. There's no music. It's just kind of spooky, especially in the winter season. And you're just kind of walking around. I know it's the opposite of, of what you like. But for me, anyways, I just like having that little break from the music and you go like, oh, it's winter time oh now there's no music it's just kind of dead and that's i thought that was kind of unique and i thought that was fun but that's that's just my opinion on it so moving on from the music uh we have a monsters game with voice acting now yes so what is everyone's opinion of the voice acting i actually thought it was really interesting because they usually use british voice acting and for whatever reason toyland's voice sounds kind of distinctly american to me like it doesn't sound like he's at least he's not as British as everybody else because I actually looked him up because I thought I recognized his voice from somewhere and no this this guy is like brand new he doesn't have anything on IMDB or whatever that could be completely wrong and I just have absolutely no plane of reference for what is British and what is not British but I thought it was interesting it's because he's the thief character so let's give him an American accent that's what it was exactly (laughs) oh I I was I was gonna say that exact thing Penny jumped in and beat me to it of course like those proper Brits and then us freaking Americans, whatever. We just steal everything. It was also funny because I was playing the game yesterday and, you know, Toiling came up on the screen and my brother just like in passing was like, he was like, I feel like they added him in because like they, they were like, okay, this cast is fine, but you know what it needs? A twink. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like his design at all. Like that hair is bizarre. <laughs> and just like, I, I obviously I haven't seen much of him. He's only been around for, you know, the past two hours. And I'm like, eh, we could have done without this guy. I think voice wise, he, he didn't pop for me at all. So I, I, I'm, with the voice acting, I, I play it so much on mute. I'll turn it up for it. They, they're doing fine. It, it's OK. I, I, I think this is the point where I need to complain, though, that we should have had a voice actor for Zaro and he should have been speaking. It, it's not like some of the other games where like you're making the choice. No, like th- this is his story we are playing a an established character story he should talk he should have dialogue and they should have had a voice actor for him but they but they do because he gets to go oh ooh, yeah <laughs> well they should have had more yeah. than a grunter <laughs> now I'm, I'm i'm fine with it because that's what they've traditionally done for like the original Dragon quest monsters games where they had the silent protagonist even though it was like terry or Kiefer or whoever but so the way they they play around with kind of rose being the voice for everything i i like the way that they have done that so i've enjoyed it so far I mean, that's I, why isn't that every game got its mascot going back to, you know, Dragon Quest eight. You could say that uh, Yangus was the one who spoke all the time for you. Dragon Quest nine. You got Stella. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep. So I, they keep coming up 
with that just to add an extra character. I'm like, mainline game's great. You want to keep the silent protagonist, but like even Kobe Terror, whatever, like they're, they're not anything really in the history of the game. But like, come on, give Zaro some lines. He spoke in Dragon Quest Heroes. Oh, yeah. But here yeah. he's just going to stare at you angrily. And that's all you're getting, Platy. I'm sorry. Ugh, that's Maybe all I'm he'll shake yeah. his head when you oh, tell what? Rose repeatedly, no, you can't come with me. Oh, no. so many, so many but thou must no. moments in this game, which is which is fun, because usually if you say the mean thing, the, the reactions are great. You get a, a l- nice little bonus to it. And then you say the, the yes, finally, and then they'll say whatever they were going to say originally. So yeah. Oh, but spe- speaking of mascots, Drakely, who's your favorite? I actually love Fizzy. Um, yeah. I actually, I actually feel like uh, her voice actor was really good. However, I've only seen her voice actor like really come up in, in that first tutorial section, and that's about it. However, I'm going to have to give Rose and Toyland a 75% okay, 25% hate, mainly because, and this is mostly towards Rose, Rose, when she's trying to, like, cry her heart out to you in the very beginning, like, having you keep her on your team, it's more like a screech, in my opinion, rather than, like, that, that like, teary excitement. And I'm like, who did you again? <laughs> so I'm, like, shocked. So I don't, I don't like it, but the rest of her, like, voice acting, I re- as well as Toylan, just because, like, he did okay, is probably, like, a 75%. I'm not going into the other characters that you end up meeting in the game, just because I don't want to spoil too much, but I would say that there is a knight that we've seen in the trailer that I actually enjoy listening to his dialogue as well. Ooh, I think I know who you're talking about, and that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah, no, he, he his voice was good. I, I, I will say that most of the side characters that you meet along the way have been good. There's actually a whole village of people who talk with a lisp. But it's it's not it's not a lisp as much as their tongue is sticking out of their mouth and they're talking like their tongue tongue is sticking out of their mouth and it's it's funny and well done. Nice, nice. Yeah, I thought the uh, the screech that Rose had basically when she was overjoyed by joining you, I thought that was hilarious. And she even says at the end, "Is like, oh, I think I kind of overdid that a little bit. Sorry." <laughs> but yeah, the voice acting has been great. I've loved uh, what they've done with Toylan and Rose, uh, that sneaky American, apparently. But uh, <laughs> I tell Fizz- you, I guess I'm not crazy if you guys are also seeing it. So that's that's good to know. I always yeah, yeah, like yeah. knowing that I'm not crazy, not well, super crazy at least. Fizzy's voice actress has been great. Yeah, it's too bad that she's kind of not more in the game besides just kind of hanging out for the online stuff. But maybe this will come by later. Who knows? I, you know, having only four echelons into it. So we'll see. One thing I'll also have to say that the arena master for the Molosseum is really, really good with their voice acting. Each oh. time I go into the arena oh, or the Molosseum, I'm like, yeah. I want more of that. Yeah, I talked about that on the last uh, podcast when we talked about the demo. Yeah, his is one of the best. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, Ready? his shut kill. Kill. Yeah, his. I love doing arena fights in the monster in the Deria just because you get him as the referee and you get to listen to all his puns in this voice that he has. Great. The other guy's fine, but he's oh, he's good fine. too. Yeah, <laughs> he's no Dragon Quest Eight arena. <laughs> announcer but no he's fine but you have all picked the better one all right speaking of uh picking better things and trying to uh do better what about the dlc did we was it 26 dollars for everything if you bought yep. the mohole uh good old joe trainer joe and uh the i can't remember what the treasure chest is called but it's a treasure chest and you can open it every hour and get stuff treasure for trunks. it treasure trunks there we go so yeah i definitely i bought all three like i said i dropped like 90 dollars that day to get everything pretty much and i've the treasure trunks like i brought my 
game to work today and like just had it right there and in between every class like once an hour i just go walk over and take stuff because it's all it's all pretty decent stuff like you get down to the bottom of that list and you're getting three super skill seeds so there's 30 skill points that i can add anytime i need to and you can get that if you're doing it every hour you get it twice a day i mean i'm not or you can hoard it for emergencies oh yeah yeah. but (laughs) the fact that it just keeps going i I was disappointed in the metal ticket because i coming from terry's wonderland i'm like metal ticket i'm going somewhere to fight metal slimes no it just gave what 2000 experience or something oh really Uh, oh yes it just it it just gives experience to a monster because i clicked on it and like i saved the game i turned off auto save i'm like here we go we're gonna go see how many we can kill um i'll use one of the bonus balls when i get there and i clicked on it and it didn't take me anywhere it just showed me my monsters and i just kind of was hitting a and the, my first guy i think was my drag racer gained a level and was like you've given drag racer 2000 experience i'm like what, what? that's that all that's that kind of lame <laughs> yep I, no i was ready to go to metal land and wah, 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 wah. especially since um, you're paying for it yeah well i mean you know it's one out of what 10 prizes that they got there so I well I it's enough to get somebody from level one to breeding stock so yeah all you can really keep it around for like if you want to you know I I need to breed this real quick yeah um so I did buy all the DLC and honestly I wasn't going to like I I was the least impressed by the treasure trunks because I mean yeah it's good items but like also I'm a hoarder and I don't like to use them so it's like six dollars for stuff that I'm not going to (laughs) use but hold up no I'm making myself use it but hold up hold up hold up there's a costume in it too oh they all have costumes yes yep so i bought the six dollar one because of the costume I was it. Do do we need to take a quick break right here and uh, mention while we're talking about this what costume we're all in? Because yes. one, I think the Baker one looks absolutely stupid. Not touching that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> um, I, I've seen a lot of people with it. I'm like, no, no, that's that's not how the Lord of Nadiria dresses the oneself. Of kind. No, no, you, you dress for the job you want, not for the schmuck you are. Um, I I've got the one that looks like Hedrick's dark armor on. I've oh, that's got, a head one with the spiked armor. Yeah. I've got the fancy winter coat that looks like. Like the other Hendrick outfit where mm. he's like the, the general's jack boots, I think, is one of the items for it. No, that's a that's a good choice too. Yeah, see I'm a I'm a cheapo and I haven't gotten any of the DLC for it whatsoever. Yeah. So I got I, I got nothing. I so you say you gotta pay your tax bill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any cost either, but if I did get the DLC, which I might, I'm probably gonna be wearing the chef's outfit. <laughs> oh so I'm so sorry. So sorry. So what I found out should have waited for costumes. my uh, disparaging comment till the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) When I found out that there were costumes, I thought one of the costumes was going to be his outfit from Dragon Quest IV because I thought that would be a nice nod. And when it Mm. wasn't, I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's something you unlock by doing the story. Oh, that would make sense. Like a post-game reward or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or like when you become the master of monster kind, you get the outfit to go with it. I don't know. Win it in the arena when you're the top dog or something. That'd be fun. So with the uh, the other online functions, I because I don't have the online uh, program from Nintendo, I haven't been battling anybody. But I've been doing the the online shop to see what's in there because that refreshes every day. And then then there's the quick fire contest where you just get thrown into battle with like 30 random opponents, and it's like boom, 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 boom. You win or it's lose. Over in like a lose. Minute, yeah. Yeah. I did it like the first day. Did not win anything. <laughs> 
Oh, but nope. Yeah, same zero thing. Wins, Seriously. 30 losses. But you still got like what? Three sirloin steaks from it or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they'll give you something. So I, uh, today I battled again. I actually got four wins this time. Big improvement. <laughs> so I got a few more nicer items. So that was fun to see. So I guess I'll, as I, and this is where I see where people have like all the boss monsters and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, day one, crap. Saturday. Or I guess yeah. it was day two, technically. Saturday, I clicked it for the first time and I'm like, oh, fuck these people. Already? <laughs> Well, I feel sorry for anyone who's into like online battling. If there's like ranked matches, I don't know how it works because I can tell from the quick fire because they show you who your opponents were. We're on the Japanese server, so we're competing with Japan. Oh yeah, and you know mm-hmm. how how hardcore they are. So <laughs> good luck to uh, everyone who's competing out there because you are competing with the motherland and they are hardcore. Let me tell you, thank you for all you hardcore players playing this game because I've been stuck in the level two hundreds, three hundreds in Terry's Wonderland Wi-Fi recently. Um, and you know this is a thirteen-year-old game over there in Japan. But good old Slime Timer team, we improved. We were up in like the 50s in both ranks of online tournaments this week. I got myself a Darconium Slime, got myself a Super Rainbow Egg. I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> that's great. You know, another online uh, option for this game that's been Japan only has been they've mm. they've worked with Coke and with McDonald's to get specific monsters that are related to those products. So there's like they have me, you... they have me, <laughs> they have plenty. The three splatties. Yeah. So they've got uh, the, with a Coke bottle, you can get a like a basically a Coke King Slime or whatever it's whatever it's called. And then with McDonald's, if you I think it, it works that if you get McDonald's delivery, you get a code and you can do it up to three times. And there's three different McDonald's themes monsters. So there's like a burger slime and, and things like that. And people over here have been like, oh, I want to get those because they're not doing that in America or anywhere out west. Oh, I want to get these special monsters. And I saw one guy that went on to in a Japanese auction site and he bought them there's someone there's people in japan that are getting the codes and then mm-hmm. they're auctioning them and one guy bought like the set for like 50 dollars the equivalent of 50 dollars it was like seven thousand yen i was like oh my god so the, the japanese people over there are making bank because they are getting these codes and then they're selling them I, it's uh been interesting i don't hey, know this wh- how any of the online stuff works but i'm hoping they mentioned something about being able to recruit monsters off of your opponents. I'm hoping some nice soul uh, sets up the See, team. See, that's been a with... feature in other games. Yeah. I'm hoping some nice soul sets up the team with the exclusive monsters so we're not locked out of it and then I don't have to be sad that I can't actually catch them all like I have been with every other Dragon Quest Monsters game I've played. I, I want to say they that they mentioned that you could get monsters out of the, the quick fire contest at some point if you did well enough. So maybe that might be a way to do it, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I've done online mode and I have have done like the quick fire and i have not gotten any monster yet so it may just be like a higher rank or a higher uh quick fire rank well, well platy you mentioned that in previous monsters games you can actually if you battle people online you can get monsters from them or something like that yeah so what you could do is if you battled somebody online they would be saved to your their team would be saved to your game and you could then go in it might have been like a street pass option even though it wasn't street pass but oh. i think i talked about this the last episode when I was playing like Dragon Quest Monsters 2 or Joker 3 Professional, I can't remember what it was a couple summers ago. Like, I feel like every time I went online, there was the same guy with like a team of level one slimes, but it was berry slime and lemon slime and lime slime. It was like these slimes that were exclusive giveaways. And you could tell he'd, he'd made them all level one. He'd like probably, you know, bred them and purposely cast them at level one. It was an easy win online. And then he was saved on my cartridge and I could go 
go in and recruit the slimes. And I think every time I battled him, I could then go in and I'd have, I don't think it was one chance. I think he was there until I recruited one and then it like got deleted from my system. But like, yeah, I got some exclusive monsters just because 10 years after the fact, there was somebody just out there just leaving their system on and doing it and whatnot. So I wonder if there's something like that where at some point there are battles that you can then recruit off of. I'm not I've sure yet. I have fingers I'd, crossed. Yep. But I'm also scared. I'm like, a, I'm allergic to online gaming. So. Oh, me too. I've got <laughs> hives. That's what it says right there. In the <laughs> I know. I saw. Mine's more of an indigestion so. thing, but. <laughs> I, I would need to know that that is a, a thing before I get going with it. Yeah. And to go back to the D- DLC stuff, like I, if I didn't buy gifts for Christmas uh, before any of the game comes out, I would have gotten the DLC to go with it. However, because I bought a Walmart game plus like the gifts, I'm like, well, now I have to wait for it. And out of the things I've seen online and out of the things I've seen on streams and all these different things, the mole seems like it's the best rewarding system because you can go back in, recapture monsters you synthesize, and then be able to um, fuse more of those monsters uh, that are like higher level. And I think one thing I would say is that the hard part is, is you're only given like five or six per like lore. So you have to go back in each time to go like yeah so so that's actually my complaint about the mole hole is that it's slow you get you do get 10 per floor but when there's 70 g well, you said what monsters, there's 70 something yeah yeah when there's se- seven like the chances that what you're looking for show up are like it's it it it's really low it sucks um so the amount of times that i've been going through the mole hole just check like i made a checklist on a spreadsheet to easier keep track of what i have what i still need and so i go through and it's like okay i need this guy this guy this guy and i fight them all and i try to scout them and i usually miss all three of them or all however many of them and it's like oh whatever okay let's go to the next floor and just kind of go through and it it will take me a whole day to replenish my monster stocks which like it's convenient because it's all in one place but there's not a there's no way to like cycle the spawns or anything you go through you go through a floor once you go to the next floor like you have to keep going and then leave and then you can start at the beginning again so like it's all in one place versus you know you could wait for all the different seasons to go through and all the other areas to try to get monsters that way and that also doesn't sound like a fun time so maybe i'm doing this to myself but (laughs) i've just been like molehole why are you so so slow and unreliable you know coming off of terry's wonderland this is like the almost the exact same system they had that that you open up at a certain point and you can go down 30 floors and maybe see some s rank at the bottom and then someone was telling me in terry's wonderland once you've seen or caught 50 s or ss rank suddenly you can have like another 10 floors you get on 40 and the last couple floors are all s and ss ranked but it's the same randomness and this is this is almost exactly from terry's wonderland the way this is done okay yeah but more importantly blue what about the name change of a certain character oh you had to remind me oh yes okay so we talked before about a couple of monsters getting renamed and i'm like kind of mostly okay with that because they're things that I'm pretty sure the only like localized name we've seen for them was intact. And it's like, okay, if the mobile game is not the canon official localized game, I can I can live with that. 
However, the thing about the mole hole DLC is that the person you talk to to visit the mole hole is Donnie Mole. No, you can't say. Which no, it's is not just, the Don Mole. It just doesn't make any sense because it's been Don Mole since Dragon Quest VIII. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never been anything different, so I don't know why they changed it in it. And it's not like it's a recolor of him because, like, he definitely has the same Moonshadow Harp that, you know, his, his has always been there. And I don't, I don't know. I'm like, did did they think Don Mole sounded like a mafia boss and that was like too risky for <laughs> the rating? I don't. That's the only thing, only logical explanation I can think of. And even then, it still makes my blood boil. Don Mole did not deserve this. Yeah, and that that's another issue I've been having with that. Um, but not. But honestly, I say that it's fine, at least in my opinion, because honestly, I don't mind going back for more monsters. Plus, about thirty percent or even ninety, depending on who you've talked to about who's been going through all the floors uh a lot of the monsters are large monsters so oh really that is also that is also true so you literally get a lot of large monsters that you've already synthesized as small monsters and so you can make large monsters easier that's cool Um, so yeah it's cool that you can get more large monsters however when you're trying to scout them and you're already struggling when it's large it just means you're gonna have a harder time to scout it Mm. which means okay i'm gonna have to try to roll this monster again because it's probably not going to join me and as someone who doesn't care about large monsters because i just i i like my four slots let me keep my four four slots i don't really want to mess with anything bigger i like small monsters so like if you're going for large monsters it's a a plus however i just think it's kind of annoying yeah The the Monster Brawl DLC, though, it's more of a challenge than the main game. Like, I've seen people go in in the very beginning, then you'll be like the Don Mole or the main game, like, tiering system. No, like, literally, your monsters you're fighting against are, like, level 20, and oh, yeah, that's, that's so the lowest tier. I don't know about that, because I did do the slime workout. Like, at the very beginning of the game, I pulled out my onion slime that I brought over from the demo with just one uh skill same thing with my drake slime and the fright bulb that i got and i think it was a regular slime and that was my team for the slime workout and you know there was no chance i was going to be able to scout any of the monsters in there but i beat the thing just fine yeah and you know all the way up to the boss even yeah i it's it's good lucky you finding keys (laughs) it's good literally um... if you walk around and go in every room the key is floating around the monster's head like you can see it on the over on on the, you know, on the it did screen. say that to me, and I, I swear, I went up and down. I, I beat a monster. I'm like, do you have it? No, because I thought you, that's what it was gonna do. Did you go into uh, all of the different rooms? Are there three rooms or are there two? Depends. It, I think it depends, it's probably yeah. randomly generated. But as, okay. but yeah, but yeah, that's. I um oh, I did it I once. I'll, uh, it I will definitely do that more. I paid ten dollars for it. Damn it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing the costume from that set, so like that's it's it's getting it's getting its money worth. <laughs> Yeah, I just see it more challenging, in my opinion, uh, just because of how the reactions were. And then, honestly, I don't know if the treasure trunks refreshes every day. Oh, they do? Well, they don't refresh every day. You can open a chest once an hour, and when you go through the list, you start back at the top of the list again. Oh, okay. So that makes it more interesting when 
I thought. Uh, because when I originally was going to go through through that in my review of the game, it just seemed like from other people's perspectives, it, it wasn't that like recommended from like what the other content for the DLC gave. Like, well, I, isn't I isn't that the it's the cheaper one? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say yeah. that's the, the by far the cheapest of the three, I, I believe. So that would make sense. Yeah. Get what you pay for kind of deal. And it's yeah. just just a nice little item, as Platy said before, which is I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I, and you know what? Good. I've made a point of using those items. I'm like, I spent the money and you know what? Like almost every day I can get everything on this list again. So why should I not be using my three bonus balls and getting one and a half times experience for God, 30 battles in a row? And if you get down to the bottom, bottom, you get a super bonus ball. Where um, bottom, I think you get like your, your Florida 20, accent. <laughs> yep. Sorry. <laughs> I think you get like 20 battles or 30 battles at double experience. So if I know I'm going to be wandering around, might as well just use that because I paid for it. I'm going to get it again. It's on that list. A few so, items and a few items in costume. Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And with the online stuff, I have only tried the online shop for like their basic items, but I've heard it could be expanded. And then. Yeah, the, because the, yeah, she tells you like, hey, I'm going to look and see what's new today so that they can mm-hmm. add as many things as they want in the future. So it'll be uh, yeah. interesting to see what they add, they add as, as we go along in the game. And not only that, but like, I'm not sure if it, if, if it also compares to the ranking in PvP or if it's based on seasons. So, um, so I honestly don't know how the shop expansion would work out. Um, but I did try the online battles with someone, not the tournament, but just normal battles. And let's just say um, I beat them and they were like, oh, you have more higher spells and skill sets than I do. Let me let me go and basically get a Draculaarge at the end of the day. Nice, nice. Did you, so did you see, like, are there, like, ranked battles or is it just yeah, fighting so, other people? So this was a friend battle that I did. Right. And, you, and with a friend battle, you can basically battle anyone on your friends list on your mm-hmm. switch oh okay okay the rank battles basically puts you in a in like a waiting pool with mm. whoever else waiting and then whoever's else waiting and they match up then you just fight whoever's online and then i think you get points for winning mode. and you can rank up there mm. yeah and with the tournament mode i think there is um there is a way to do like a friend tournament and then there's a rank tournament gotcha. so there's different things you can do yeah so it's it'll be interesting to see if the if like for the ranked uh battles and tournaments like i wonder if there's any kind of prize that you can get if you rank so high uh, among everybody that's playing it around the world like you would in no previous clue. games i think they've given monsters for that ah. in previous thing previous oh. entries which mm-hmm. is another reason why so many of them are locked out of actually completing the yeah the the the, the, the off-brand pokedex <laughs> <laughs> it's the dq decks yeah. sure yes i would have called it the monsterpedia but that's just me it wasn't called the monsterpedia before which is why i hesitated usually the big book of beasts in the mainland games but even then it hasn't been called that in a while hmm. so before we move on we have a special guest kind of sort of we have jay who has joined us before and this time he sent us his uh, writing of how he felt about the game so far so he writes after finally having a good amount of time to play i feel i can record some thoughts for you i'm about halfway through the fourth world now and things are trucking along smoothly i even got my first c rank shadow slime i've noticed monsters come in a much wider range of sizes and it seems easier to get two slot monsters than in the demo on that
that topic, I was disappointed with how monsters were transferred in. You and me both. I knew they'd be reset, but only having one skill set, which massively reduces how many skill points they get, really hurts their usability and kind of defeats the point. That said, I'm having a blast playing around with everything, and even the story is top-notch so far, which monsters games usually struggle with. Well, much like you going out there and getting Jay's thought, I started something on the Dragon's Den a couple days ago, and I called it Props and Drops. Basically, you know, plus and minuses. What do you enjoy about the game? And I got two different people that have commented a few times, so I'll I'll read theirs. I'll summarize it. I was telling the way I set it up on the den for I was like, okay, you can't post twice in a row. Someone posts a prop and drop. You can post another one. Go back and forth like a little old forum game. I posted a few times. I and all this is all the stuff I've mentioned so far already. Like I have loved the graphics. Uh, have enjoyed the DLC so far. I love that reverse synthesis instead mm-hmm. of just you know clicking on one monster and being like, oh, well, can I match him up with anybody else? No, you just go to reverse synthesis and you can even specify can... one parent. So like yes, I've you been, can. When I've gone through, I usually when I go through and do my you know big batch synthesis i usually specify each of my main team members first it's like okay what can i make and so platy you're my healer and at the beginning of today you were a dark slime and then you turned into a a fight geist and then now you're a drachima which is c rank so you've Ooh. been like you've been like climbing um i'm climbing the ladder everybody else is still d rank but i've also got the, the little prawn thing that uh trainer joe is mm. uh jay is a dragon called a yabby wasn't it no it's oh. it's not a yabby it looks like a yabby but it's not a yabby okay it doesn't have claws does it does not have claws it has boxing gloves Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. jay is my breather and he used to be a dragon but there wasn't a good dragon to synthesize him into right now so now he's a dragon slime (laughs) (laughs) and yangus is a wild slime and brurian is my is my shrimp shrimp guy and i was i was doing a boss fight and i actually did die to this boss fight but but my brother was like your team looks pretty adorable for be for for going up against these big bads (laughs) Uh, usually that's the way it goes little dudes little dudes higher ranks yep the negatives i put so far i mentioned this silent protagonist the font size is killing me i'll be oh. honest the font size in this game is absolutely fucking ridiculous i play so many indie games and we cover so much in rp gamer and i know rpg fan goes on and on about this too when they review games there are so many indie games that allow font size changes so many indie games that have color blindness modes to affect the reds and greens and stuff so many indie games with pronouns and whatever but it's just all all accessibility functions. And for that, Square Enix is like, fuck you, we're going to give you like three point font. Playing in handheld is rough. <laughs> it, it is just so small. And I, I've taken some screen captures where it's the whole screen and then the words are like two millimeters tall in the center. It's like, seriously, you have room. And if you look at any of the dialogue boxes, they never go past halfway in a dialogue box. So a dialogue box is half empty space always. I'm like, Ugh. and if for someone who usually plays in bed at night um, after the kids are asleep or whatever, it is, it, it's rough. And yeah, those 30 battle things, I thought, oh, this will be fun. And, you know, one day and it's all just you're fighting S and X rank monsters. And also my last little complaint, you know, all the different monster sizes. I'm already over that. I I am stuck with two party members now that are ridiculously small. They're like smaller than a normal slime. I've got the cauldron dragon like pumping out the most damage that my team can do. And it's it's hard to see the details of him. It's it's about as small as it can probably freaking get on the screen. I'm like, I'm already missing like this is a dedicated one slot. This is a dedicated two slot. This is a dedicated three slot. And they're all going to be the same size. But nope, nope. I've got she slimes that are like five times as big as my little cauldron dragon. And it just makes I, me think 
This is so weird. I think the little itty bitty monsters are adorable, <laughs> but uh, I'm not really here for it as a mechanic or anything. Yeah. Just going through the no, whole, I mean, it, you know, funny. you walk up and it's like, oh, it's a little teeny tiny jargon. Oh! <laughs> and then you stomp on him and he doesn't want to join your team and it's sad, but. Like, dude, I'm way more powerful than you. You should be with me because you're a runt. You're going to die <laughs> repeatedly. Oh, what's, <laughs> what's the what's the big old monster in the uh, in the candy area? It's a, the Dragon Quest Ten type monster it's... with a little cage woman the iron maiden iron maiden oh thank yeah you. i think that's holy quest, i think that's dragon quest 11 i mean 11th i meant to say 11th. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay cool but she is huge oh my god it's yes. like, it's like walking in there powers like, oh. like she's a mountain yeah and i accidentally ran into her because it's hard to get around her because i was trying to do a shortcut and wow she like killed me in one shot and i'm like oh, okay oh, well, I don't i'm not gonna it, see yeah. you for a while <laughs> but it's been yeah it's the different sizes have been interesting yeah all right so there's a uh, new denizen we've got on the dragon's den forums called Breeby. b-r-i-e Breeby. um i think this person is from france they mentioned they're loving the small little details uh that breathe life in the monsters they like that the odd cob spews out corn niblets when he gets hit in battle <laughs> um <laughs> gets whacked and little pieces of corn go flying off i don't know if it's the story decision that blue was talking about but there was a story decision that they really 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 liked um even though they admitted like eh, it probably wouldn't have let me do the other one anyway i um, i i was like did i pick wrong was i supposed to do the other thing because i was like they they say like several things at once and i'm like okay i agree i agree i i don't agree so i'm saying no and then i'm like it's eh, was that right i don't know <laughs> some things they didn't like they thought dragon quest monster 2 did little individual stories better they specifically called out the ice world with the rival kingdoms that you go back and forth they thought that was a lot cooler than you know all these i mean i've only really done two so far where it's just like oh my little person's missing can you save him cool go beat the boss oh my little person's trapped can you go save him okay go beat the boss but I i'm fine with that level they were they were hoping for a little bit more and they were very upset that bosses can go frenzy on them and just like beat the shit out of them at some <laughs> point <laughs> hendrick of heliodor also uh wrote in and loving the new monsters specifically cocks out the calls out the crocaboogle crocabugle do as one of the funny ones and you know the fact that they're like, oh, you know, treasures didn't really have anybody new except for the draglings. And they mentioned many new monsters in recent Dragon Quest games. Um, well, we haven't got many new games. We got 11. You know, 10 never came here. You know, if you're not playing the mobile games, you haven't seen a lot of new monsters in a long time other than 11. And... Hendrick does not like the monster AI, and this is what Blue you were saying earlier that Hatchet Man, Hatchet Man, Hatchet Man all the time. I actually and have not had like that was actually why I brought it up, but I actually haven't had terrible results with Hatchet Man. Like I turned it off at one point, but then I synced my guy and it, all of the things reset, and so he started using it again. And <laughs> it's not like Hatchet Man in the main games where it's like crit or nothing. Yeah, it's like it lowers their defense, doesn't it? No, that's no, Helm that's Splitter. Helm Splitter. Oh, it's Helm Splitter, so yeah. it's like there, there's a decent amount of chance that it just does like a regular attack's worth of damage mm -hmm. and then there's an increased crit chance and then there is a small chance that they miss as well so it, it's not like the worst thing in the world so far i've been seeing better ai than in joker 3 so mm. i haven't had a really a problem with it either i do know that they really do tend to use moves a lot and um one thing that they mentioned is you know you know that monster's at low hp but instead of attacking they'll just use a low MP move on it like oh well it's all right in Terry's Wonderland I had no problems for about 60 hours and then I made myself an iron scorpion two slot monster to go along with my horn beat that it, those two just together have gotten me in the top 50 of the wi-fi rankings and every now and then and it, it's not every day I don't know what the heck it is with that thing it just decides to use kamikaze <laughs> 
<laughs> against like all uh, like a team of like four SS ranked monsters. It just tries kamikaze. That shit ain't working. And now I'm down to like half a team. I'm like, really? And I know with the online, every day that you go in to do the online on that version, you have to turn off those moves individually. So some days I remember to, some days I don't. Some days it doesn't cast it. Some days it does it every fucking battle. So <laughs> I, I, but I was like completely out of the blue. So I wonder if there's the most damage. So I'm going to use yeah. it. <laughs> so I wonder if it's just, uh, you know, maybe Hendrix just had bad luck. Like one, my one specific monster in one specific type of game thing. So I don't know. I've not noticed really anything bad. It, I, I have noticed them bop monsters when they're close to death instead of, uh, you know, blasting them with Inferno again or something. So I, I, I haven't had a problem with the AI and I've Bloody, turned off things that I don't use. Buddy, like I said, you're my healer and it's really funny when I do the next turn and you're also really fast. So you'll just go up and you'll like bop him for like eight damage because you have no attack. Yeah. <laughs> but he dies because you knew. <laughs> I knew. I know. I've been keeping track. Making little tallies over there. He's up to 80 damage. It's somewhere between 80 and 90 hit points. Yeah. One of my favorite things about the AI is that when one of your monsters will stun or sleep someone, most of the time, it seems like the team will recognize that and they'll go after someone who's not stunned or slept. And I like, I appreciate that. That's something I like to see with the AI. Like, yeah, let, we got that guy's out of commission. Let's go after the other people. So that's something And I I've really noticed like. simpler. One of them cast oomph and everybody attacked him. Oh. I was like, nice. Yes, that's who you should be attacking. Awesome. Yeah, see, I, I like the AI so far. It's been, I mean, I haven't I haven't used the AI in a long time in the Dragon Quest game, but from what I've seen so far, it's been nice. Drakely, you commented too on the, uh, what I put in the Discord. You want to yeah, give your little so, up and down there? I had talked about how I love the synthesis and the effort values of it because literally when you synthesize like after an area, you kind of match up with where you're at. Plus, I wish the DLC was more so part of the, the game because it's basically an extreme quality of life improvement to what what you, you could improve upon in, in the game. My downside to it is the fact that the, the game's story monsters are even weaker than synthesis monsters once you start synthesizing two to three times per area and you just end up like having like a max out monster at a low stage. Mm -hmm. Alright, well, now that we've seen with Jay and everyone on the uh, that commented on the Den or Discord thinks of the game, what are our final thoughts? What do we think about the Dark Prince so far? What's funny is, Penny wrote in here, you know, this is where we talk about how it's reviewed so far. I Apparently there is, you would have. <laughs> um, yeah, they didn't give out review codes until the day of, the morning of release. But if you go on like Metacritic, there is a, is that a Spanglish? Span Spanglish. Is that a Spanish language one? Might be. Nintendos. Uh, yeah, Nintendos does sound, uh, and or maybe French actually. And now the cease, I'm looking at that. It's already uh, auto-translate or no, is it written in English? Or is Google just translating this for me? I don't know. But um, Oh, oh that's, they gave it a... uh, Spanish, it looks like. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, no accepto, accepto, cookies, casinos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go right down there and see that Carlos, the editor in chief, did this. So, yeah, it gave it an 8.5. But what cracks me up is Metacritic here. There's 52 user reviews and it's up to a 9.3. And I know exactly how this came about. The It was a spin off of some people that were on the Z6N4's Dragon Quest Monsters translation Discord, started their own Discord just for this game 
game. And I know, oh man, I meant to give him a shout out during the episode. So Wudis has a guy, I think his name's Metal Kid. He's got an entire website dedicated to this already, to synthesizing. He's trying to get an entire encyclopedia done. You can put in your team or your, whatever monsters you want to synthesize. And just like the reverse synthesis option, you can just sit online and be like, oh, I know I've got this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, add them all in. And down below, he's got the complete synthesis tree for what you could do with all of them. And he's been, yeah, pulling in all the stats. Uh, I saw through him that there was English, there's English translated stuff for the McDonald's monsters already. So he had found a bunch of that stuff. And I know he's completely sharing his database with Woodus. Woodus even mentioned that today. But they put a call out, I think Saturday morning, it was like, hey, we've got like 300 members here. Even if like a tenth of us could just go on Metacritic right now and review the game, that'd be helpful. And it went from nothing to like 40 reviews within two hours. (laughs) So almost all these reviews are from that Discord. I'm sure there's a few others, but I mean, you can go on some pretty well-known games and there's not 52 user reviews of a game on Metacritic. But uh, (laughs) Monster Fans Unite. (laughs) Yes, Monster Fans Did Unite. Um, somebody on, I think it was yesterday on Reddit posted like, Hey man, are there any reviews of this game? I haven't found anything. I was like, wow, why don't you check Metacritic? There's quite a bit there. He's like, wow, that's really reviewing quite well. I think he <laughs> missed the fact that <laughs> it was all user reviews, not the critic reviews, <laughs> but Most it's users all right. Think like other users rather than like critics. So I was like, dude, you're already on the dragon quest Reddit. You know, what are you, what are you waiting for? Just buy the game. So that's humorous. I, I will not be adding my review. I it was funny. As I said, Friday, that the editor once he got he got back to me and he was home and he's like oh crap he goes i can't believe that you bought it that early and sorry about that whatever and i was like well just give it to somebody else to review and like a couple hours later i'm sitting at a wedding and it was maybe 10 minutes before the wedding actually started and i felt my phone vibrate and i looked down and the only discord channel that i really have set to give me notifications popping out at me is the review channel on my rp gamer back rp gamer back channel because if there's game codes available i'm like oh i want to look oh yeah you know, I, I want to see it because usually they'll post something and in a day or two, somebody will be like, oh, I'll review that. Sure, send it my way. No, man, the, the games I jump on, like Octopath Traveler 2 or whatever, it's like within 30 seconds of them saying they have a review code. I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> so I did see that he posted and it was the um, I think the way he worded it is like, oh, Matt already bought the game. And it's going to write the review. If anybody wants this review code, it's for free. Just take it and have fun with it. And uh, I immediately responded to it. My wife's like, what are you doing? Because I'm like typing furiously the five minutes before the wedding i was like matt is not going to review this game <laughs> i'm going away on vacation i want i just want to take my time with it i don't want to like try to pump out a 1500 word essay before i hop on a cruise boat in a week and a half and speed through this i think we're all taking our time with this we're not at the uh level 100 rank s monsters yet but no. some yes. somebody jumped somebody jumped on it right away or actually i should say within an hour someone's like i'll take it i'll write the review that's fine matt you don't have to i was like yes that's perfectly great and if you mess up the review i can always He's just write a second opinion later. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember and actually, you, were frust- you were frustrated with having to do that with Treasures, I remember, in the past, where you had to go through it so quickly. To yeah, get and see, I think, I mean, I gave Treasures a 3.5. It wasn't horrible. And, I, and at the end of the day, like, I was the lowest one on Metacritic for quite a while. And I think if you go on Treasures right now and look, I think it's trending right around 71. So right where I rated it. As the more reviews came in, it kind of went, yeah, Dragon Quest Seven is a 72. So for, for quite a while, I was the uh, Debbie Downer of that one. But I think a 
lot of that was the fact that I rushed and beat that game in eight days. Just I was going fast. I didn't have time to just enjoy and do all the different stuff. So maybe I've learned my lesson. That's what I should not do with uh, Dragon Quest games. Yeah, imagine having to do that with 12 in the future. Oh, he, yeah. I actually went to lunch yesterday with the guy who did uh, the Dragon Quest 11 one for the first time. And I had just joined the staff when Dragon Quest 11 came out. And I remember I was proofreading his thing and adding a couple things in there because he had never really played a Dragon Quest game before. So imagine that. Like he had never played a Dragon Quest game before and then jumped on a Dragon Quest 11 review. And it, I think he at least had three weeks. But like, you know, he was trying to get the whole post game done, too. He was trying to do 80, 90 stuff in three weeks. Jeez. And he's a school teacher like me. And yeah, I don't know how he ever did that. <laughs> he must have gone home and played four or five hours a night. You know, I'm looking at some Treasures video right now. Treasures graphics are way better than... Now, this might be PC. Oh, yeah, because it's on Steam now. So it might be Steam yeah, footage. Yeah, I, I was going to say this might be Steam footage. I'm looking at yeah. it. Medic- oh, oh, you know what? It is because it says now available on PC. Yep. That, that lo- I was like, wow, I don't remember it looking that good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I should go back and bump up my uh, graphics thing for that. It'll be interesting really- to see if they do the same thing with uh, with monsters to see if their yeah, exclusivity I mean, rights never left a no. uh, Nintendo handheld. So, but we didn't think it was going to happen with Treasures either. But then, like, what six months later or something like that, they're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. by the way, it's on Steam now." It was just like also, yeah, by the, the shadow way, drop. A demo. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right, they so do I'll, that. I'll, I'll shut up. I, you guys uh, can give your final impressions and everything too. Yeah. Before we move on to that, I was going to say if they do that with uh, Monsters too and put it on Steam, that'd be great, especially the Steam Deck, so it'd still be portable. Mm, yep. But yeah, uh, Blue, what's your final thoughts on the game? I've honestly been having a lot of fun just going back and forth between doing the story and exploring all the new areas and then also going and, you know, digging really deep into collecting all the monsters. And even, you know, with the story just before recording this, I ran into that that uh, that big story twist where I'm like, did I just did I just screw everything up? Did I was that supposed to happen? I said no, but it's going to see it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out as I continue, because a lot. Even even so far, there are nods to bosses that you fight late in the game in Dragon Quest IV, and so being able to like talk to those enemy those enemies, they might not be enemies, but they might be. I it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Uh, but I'm also kind of glad that I'm a, I have the opportunity to take my time with it, do things kind of kind of slow, take the time, don't burn yourself out on monsters by playing two monsters games before the release Bang. of Dragon who, Quest Monsters. Who, oh God. who would do something stupid like that <laughs> both of you yeah, <laughs> as, as i as you're finishing talking and i'm loading up terry's to do my uh get my free mini medals for the day and um <laughs> uh, i honestly thought the game was is solid i'm not gonna say was because i'm still working on it but I, as a title that's not well sold or known outside of japan i feel like we 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 need to have a better outlook on this game just because it's not one of those well used and well known titles compared to Pokemon. This is a little hint for, to those listening that if you want this to be well known and well used as a game title in the future, even even more often p- produced, uh, it, to show our support uh, with the deluxe pack or the DLC will definitely uh, both benefit us having the games out in the West or um, or European servers compared to just only in Japan like the J- J- Joker uh, 3 and, and the uh, and the professional version that we never got. So uh, definitely like show your support. Game good. Buy more game. Spend money. <laughs> Dragon Quest. More Dragon Quest. 
Exactly. So as far as what I think, you know, I've never really been into the traditional Monsters games, but it's been decades since I fell off after completing the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. I went in with an open mind, and I've loved how they've treated the Pizarro-Rose relationship so far. That's been a lot of fun for me. The locations I've seen so far are really fun to explore, and I like that it's not just randomly generated dungeons with the occasional tournament. It's, you know, it's got some story to it, and it's been really fun. So I've had a, a really good time with the game. All right. Does anybody else have any final thoughts? One thing I will say is that uh, the Sorrow Rose relationship, uh, just for you, Penny, will get a little bit more dicey in the future. Good. I'll look forward to it. Drama. Yes. Give me all the drama. All right. Well, that's all for this episode of Slime Time. Thank you all for coming here to talk about Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince. And a special thanks to our special guest, Drake Lee. Okay. Never a bad time for monster wrangling. However, can this dragon be unchained from Penny's yard post yet? <laughs> We're a non-profit podcast. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We won't <laughs> wrangle your hard-earned gold when we can offer you quality content for free. But if you do have some extra gold that's looking to join the Dragon's Den herd and you would like to donate anything to a website that's been supporting Dragon Quest fans for over 25 gosh darn years, mosey on over to the Dragon's Den by clicking the link in the show notes. There are several rootin' tootin' ways to support the Dan, including the affiliate links that don't cost you anything extra when making other Dragon Quest purchases. Yeehaw! I was gonna go with the joke that there's not enough alcohol to wipe that from my memory, but there's probably not enough uh, throat lozenges for Pendy to get his voice back to normal after that. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that joke. Um, speaking of things that we do have, though, we have a Slime Time t-shirt that sometimes when Pendy and I meet up, one of us wear, and sometimes the other one doesn't. Um, it was designed... <laughs> Now, Blue Star and I wore our t-shirts together. We were in sync that day. Um, I also brought my t-shirt when I met with Pendy. I yes. didn't wear it because it's a little small, but I brought uh, it and join, I held join, it join in the, the club. picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, before um, we go on, before we go on. Yeah. I know it's totally unrelated, but because it was talked about oh. in the Lost Monsters podcast, I had to uh, give, uh, we have to give everybody an update on the stickers, the hidden stickers. I found the last sticker that Platty Woo-hoo! left in my house. Yay! <laughs> the sticker saga is over. Ah, yes. Until and the Alpano. next time. <laughs> yes. My wife's talking about driving around this summer, and I'm like, nah, I think I think we're good. <laughs> We're all we're already taking a weekend drive to Arkansas and back to see the eclipse. I think we can avoid North Michigan and Montana this summer. Uh, just just take it easy. But we might be heading up elsewhere in the summer of 25. But, but, but um, Laddie, you can also see the eclipse from Ohio. Why would you not come to Ohio? Um, let's see. Arkansas is the closest one. <laughs> Ohio's the farthest away one and Platy's going on a cruise and already taken five days off of work coming up in a couple weeks so I don't have another five days to drive to Ohio and back Arkansas it is you know I think we'll be on a road down in Little Rock but that all brings us back to our t-shirt again and resident artist Dwayne he's our artist in residence here at Slime Time Uh, we've got the link for the shirt that he the graphics and the shirt that he designed in our show notes and as part of the Slime Time Extended Universe or Stew you can direct comments or questions for the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at DQ Slime Time. You can also join in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den forums. We've had a 
lot of posts. Mm. Otis uh, has said just in the past couple of days, we've had like, what, 10, five, 10 times the traffic. He was showing a little bar graph behind the scenes earlier today, like it's speed, it's way up. And just earlier today, somebody posted on the den looking for discords. And I looked at his tag city and pre- messaged him. He's less than an hour from me. I'm like, wow, look at that. But yep, we've got the Dragon's Den Discord. There's also the Dragon Questers and Dragon Quest Tact Global Facebook groups. Please like, subscribe, and write a review for the podcast. Get all your friends and just just pump that score that user score up for us. Is that how podcasts Woo-hoo. work? I think so. <laughs> affect our wait, 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 affect the algorithm. That's it. We need another Metacritic mob. Yes, just for our podcast. <laughs> Dragon Quest Slime Time, sliming off. Time, reminding you all that you must complete your adventure.